Hello everyone, I'm Bailey. I'm Drew. And I'm Lacey. And, and we're, we're sarcastic, sarcastic, so let's get sinister. Recording Lacey's episode. Woo! Sorry. We're recording. Yeah. Okay, are we ready? So. Um, I just wooed, so I, yeah, I don't know ready. how much more ready I Hold can on. get. I'm engaging. Okay. And I'm in. Oh, you just hit the table. I'm in. All right. Lay it on me, bro. I can't see you. Okay, um, I'm going to be telling you guys about the murder of Ken Rex McElroy, mm. who was killed in front of 46 witnesses, but nobody it's, saw anything. It seems and it's not all. Yes, it's good. Uh, it seems yeah. like it should be open. No, you're going to enjoy. I feel like they Ken. should be like, "Hey, it was him." You're going to enjoy. All of them should have been like yeah, that. Yeah, but like at the same time, do you know like witness statement? We know witness statements. Yeah, remember, remember, remember um, the. Who's the girl who, um, Kitty something? What? They, they, her situation is what caused the bystander effect. Sure. Kitty. She, like, died you in the- keep saying Kitty. She, she was murdered in the middle of, like, a courtyard with a million apartments around her, and everybody yeah, heard her screaming, and her. they all thought somebody else would take care yeah. of it. This is quite like that. Oh, okay. Um, did we we didn't start? What are you drinking, Drew? The same fucking thing, Bahama Mama. So if you're listening, three weeks. I was gonna say, it's not obvious. We record a lot at the same time because we live so far. I've transferred from my ranch water to also drinking Bahama Mama. I don't have one right now because I just finished mine. But really, we need that. I am on ginger ale. Oh. Because my tummy hurts. Oh. Kitty Genevieve. V's. We're still on this? No. You okay. guys have moved on. I'm still on it. I'm way past it, Lacey. So, you know, we talked back into about trying to balance our sarcasm by not, you know, criticizing victims too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can throw that out the window here. Criticize all you want. Why? And you will. His name is Ken Rex McElroy. Or McElroy. McElroy, he sounds, you said I can be a dick to him? Yeah. He sounds like a douche. Also, Ken, I just think of, like, Barbie and Ken. And And so, like, Rex is a dumb name. Come at me. Come at me. Ready? He was born in 1934, same year my grandma was born, Hmm. um, in Overland Park, Kansas. He was the 15th of 16 children. Jesus Christ! What the fuck was happening in that house? His, well, I know a lot his parents were migrant tenant farmers, and I kind of looked up tenant farming because I wasn't sure it was. Did you know it was? It's essentially a one step removed from sharecropping. Yeah. Um. So I fair- still fucking don't know. Right. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Oh, thank God. So, you know, sharecropping came about after slavery ended, where landowners, farmers, would rent rent out a portion of their land, and the pe- to people who would farm it, sharecroppers, they would live on that little piece of land, do all of the farming and everything. And then they would only receive half of the crop. 
So it's like minus minus it's like an indentured servant almost. It's a step up from like minus living expenses. Yeah. So tenant farming exactly the same, except instead of only receiving half of the crop that they produced, they would receive between two thirds and three quarters of the harvest. So they got some more, still minus living expenses and stuff. So parents very poor. Um, and apparently weren't busy enough farming to not knock out 16 children. You no, need, you need like, farmhands. Yeah, this is, the, I mean, then this was the time that they would have that many X amount of kids because to do that. Workers, Pololio. You don't need to go polio. You're gonna lose like half of them to the play. To the I play. know when things happen. Okay, moving on. So they um they moved between Kansas and the Ozarks before settling in Skidmore, Missouri. Um, I googled the Ozarks quickly because I want to see which state they were in because there's I a remember. show called Ozark. Yeah, at, which I started. I enjoyed. It. I did too. I thought the Ozarks were in one state. That was not true. Is that um, a place? The Ozarks go like, through Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Illinois. So it's like, like the Appalachian. It's like kind of, a, it's a mountain, mountain range. Yeah, the okay. other mountains. So when it says they moved between Kansas and the Ozarks, I have no fucking idea where they were other than Kansas. And one of these other six states. The mountain. Um, before they settled in Skidmore, Missouri. Okay? Skidmore. So Kansas. Uh, Ken dropped out of school when he was 15. Are you drunk? No. I'm just trying to be obnoxious. Have you not noticed can change it for someone? You said the Bahama Mamas were strong. I'm yeah. allowed. Yeah. My first one was strong. And Drew was like three in, but my first one. Um, so he dropped out of school at 15. And... Who did? Ken. Rex? Ken. Our, I'm going to call him Rex. Because he, he, he sounds like he a... He went to school until he was 15. He moved to 15, which wow. I was kind about. He doesn't him. Like, well, like, the, especially with, like, the, like, tenant farming, like, yeah. you, you would assume, like, as soon as they're, like, mm-hmm. no, well, I'm not even go. go to school. Yeah. Um, he dropped out of 15 and became, like, the bully of Skidmore. Mm-hmm. Everybody feared him. He gained a reputation as a cattle rustler, which meant he was stealing cattle. Um, a thief of other things as well, and a womanizer. He, for 20 years, he, I don't want to say terrorized, but he really ran this town as far as he was a thief, he beat people up, he was awful, and was never, like, convicted or got in any kind of trouble for what he did. He was Which suspected scared. of being involved in various thefts of grain, gas, alcohol, antiques, livestock. He was charged 21 times and avoided conviction every single time. It Yes. Real quick, I feel like, based on where this is going, he was murdered, and everybody was like, I didn't see anything. Shrug. Uh, Well, I don't know. Did he die? Who's to say? I was looking this away. He was charged 21 times over the years. He avoided conviction every time because witnesses would refuse to testify. He would threaten them. He would intimidate them. He would show up at their home, at their place of work. He would sit in his trucks outside. Um, He was described as having a very cold stare. Stare them down. Um, Imagine if you watched him do something and then you just walked out your door and he was in his truck. (laughs) I'm not saying shit. Yeah, I'd be like, all right. Um, He also always had a gun with him, so it wasn't like he was just looking at you. He was looking at you with a loaded weapon. Yeah, and I feel like once you start that rumor um, that I always have my gun on me, that's probably. 
Um, you don't even actually have to have it if you just start the rumor. He also was represented by defense attorney Richard Gene McFadden, who apparently was pretty good at his job because he got this guy off every time. I feel like McFadden didn't, like, probably didn't need to have, like, other clients. Client. Yes. He was very good. Like, yeah. I think. I got you. Seem... Sorry. I got you some fidget stuff so that you weren't, like, kicking while you did that. What? Yeah. Your beer bottle last time. Wait, can I? Oh. Yeah, you're going to have to pop it. Sweet. Lacey's going to play with the kinetic sand. Have you ever played with kinetic sand before? No. Oh my god, it's absolutely amazing. Sand. Here, ready? Yes, I know. It's not even like on my hand. I, my hands aren't I, sandy. I know. I got to roll my sleeves. Look, this is the best. Put some on your hand. Okay. And then it's just like a little botanical garden in your hand. That's not true. <laughs> What's a Zen Zen garden? Yeah. Here, have you played with Zen Sam? I haven't played with it, but I know I know a lot of it. like this. You can do whatever you want with it. Honestly, like no, built... you can't. This is mine. Okay, but no, I want to so, say like, you can just make shit. So just play with it while you talk. It's so, really good. Um... It's gonna help me instead of distracting me. So, no. <laughs> so, I honestly, though? this was like two dollars. Excellent. And it's the best stress relief I can find. So stress. A side note. Yeah. So. Last night, we had a family dinner for um, one of my brother-in-law's birthdays, and we played this game that's, um, I forget the name of it, but it's all about generations. Yeah. So, like, it has... Oh, it's boomers versus, like, millennials versus Gen Z. Yeah. So, like, it has, like, different categories of, like, the questions, and you have to get your way around the board and, like, get through the, like, uh, generations. Yeah. And Gen... Z's one of their questions for Gen Z was like kinetic sand, and they were arguing whether like uh if it was kinetic sand or like Play Doh at the time and what. But uh, it's funny that this is coming full circle. I absolutely love kinetic sand. Um, you can take this. Cool. It's, like, it's like falling out of my hand, and it's stressing me out. I'm interested in telling you guys All right. more about. Let's go okay. back to Ken. I'm gonna refill my drink while you. Okay. I mean, it's She's like trying to steal my sand. It's my stand. So, uh, are also, we gonna leave this in that we have fidget stuff? I'm not planning on taking it out. I want everyone to know how much fun we're having okay. on our podcast. Um, over the course of his lifetime, he fathered more than ten kids. I don't know why I don't have an exact number, just more than ten. Um, I think there was probably some. I'm not sure. If I made it past ten, I think I'd lose count. Also, I count guys can't. There's no way to know for sure. Yeah, and it sounds like he was working his way around town. Unless you honestly don't so, have sex with anyone. Yeah. There's no way to know for sure. So he, um... Because, like, yeah, how do you know? Yeah. Yeah. He DNA. had three wives. I don't necessarily but think... But after all. the fact. At the same time? He had three times? wives? He had three wives. No, no, no. Like, not, no. like, Mormon? One, like... no, not a polygamist oh, thing. Okay. Um, he so, had three wives. The kids weren't all with the wives. They were just with, you know, various townspeople. Women who had a Um, his first two wives, Sharon was wife number one. Alice was wife number two. Not a whole lot of information about them. We'll get a little bit more about Alice, but more about how, she, like, her relationship with wife number three. But he cheated frequently on his first two wives, and if they complained, he would just beat the shit out of them. Wait, you said that Alice had a relationship with wife? Well, we'll get there when we get to wife number two. Okay. I mean, um, why are they crossing him? It's his right as a man. Right, I don't know why they thought they could open their mouths. So his seed and make as Ew. many children. Maybe it's a big canon thing. <laughs> well, how many how many kids did he Classy if you're rich, but 16, trashy right? if you're poor. It's one What'd of those things. He was one he of was 16. One of 16. Yeah. yeah, so he comes from a big family. He's just trying to reproduce that yeah. much. 
classy if you're rich, but trashy if you're poor. Yes. Have you seen those TikToks? Yeah, I love them. Um, so they would show up around town with black, the wives, with black eyes, with busted lips, with broken bones, and everybody would be like, well, she pissed off Ken again. Broken um, bones. Yes. Chill. Um, and nobody would, nobody was standing out for them because everybody was afraid of Ken. I don't blame them. Yeah. He sounds scary. Yeah. So, um, Good old Rex. we're going to move into his third wife, Trina McLeod. So, uh, Trina was born in 1957. You may recall that Ken was born in 1934. If you don't recall, here's your reminder. He was 34 born, and she was 67. He was born 25 years before she was born. She caught his eye. This is going to get real. Eh, when she was 12. Oh, great. Um, she was 12 and he was, I did the math, uh, I think 35 is what it was. She was 12 she and he was, was 35. 12. Yep. Uh, let me check the map again real quick before I... I don't want to lie on this man. Um, yeah, you don't want to defame this Yeah, this, his character. Yeah. Yes, he was 35 and she was 12 in 8th grade. She caught his eye because she was a pretty 12-year-old. In 8th grade, she caught his eye. I yep. mean, maybe he had kids that went to school with her. He probably... He began stalking her. Oh. He learned her Super bus jokes. Her school bus. Oh. He would pull his truck up next to her school bus. And honk until the driver pulled over. And then he would get out of the truck and go up to the door and be like, let Trina out. I want Trina. And the bus driver would say, come on out, Trina. And he would have let her off the bus with his dog. Oh, this my is God. how afraid people in this town were I was going to say, just I mean, close the doors and leave. He would let her off every time he did this. And it, several times he did this, he would let her off. So um, if you ask Trina. If I was Trina, I'd be like, um, no, thanks. Can you protect me? She probably enjoys the attention. Um, I'm 12. Trina, she's probably getting groomed. Yes. Fair. Yeah. Trina and Ken began, I don't want to say relationship. That's what they called it, a relationship when she was 12. What it was, was he raped her repeatedly because she was 12 and he was 35. Mm. Um, and when she was 14, she got pregnant. And Ken wanted to marry her so that she could not testify against him. About because she would be his wife, statutory rape, and yeah. everything else. What, yeah. So, wait, what year was she born? 67? 57. 57. Mm -hmm. When she's 12, she it's 69? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's not okay then. <laughs> no, I feel like any year it's not, but even at this time, it wasn't like an acceptance. Yeah, thing. but I feel like nowadays it's absolutely, definitely yeah. not okay. And like earlier it was like. But even then, so 70. Shit happens. She gets. Knocked up at 14 by a 37-year-old man. So, um, he wanted to marry her. Her parents said you know, no. What? Yes, they opposed it. What? They, Why? Surprisingly. It was love, it was love at first sight. He probably had a job. That's unfair. Um, so, he, um, parents opposed this, so he burned their house down and shot their dog. Oh, God. Fine. Have then, her. Yeah, and they were like, okay. <laughs> Honestly, so, the more you tell us about him, I'm like, I'm glad somebody killed him. Yeah, I really so enjoy learning about Ken. So glad he's so dead. So he moved Alice in with him and Alice. Or he moved Trina in with him and Alice, to whom he was still married. Oh, he was still married to Alice. Oh, he knocked up 14-year-old Trina. Um, and then moved her so, into the house. So, yeah. He was still married to Alice, didn't divorce her yet, when Trina gave birth to their baby. 
Nineteen could you imagine later. how I'm sorry, could you no. imagine how awkward that'd be? Like, oh, we're not divorced yet, but this is my future wife. This is my teen um, bride. This is <laughs> my my girlfriend, she's pregnant, and I plan on marrying her as soon as I so, divorce you. Like just hang out. So sixteen days after training Can I say I genuinely hope that all three of his wives teamed up and murdered him? <laughs> like the Two um, black Cadillac stuff. Yes. Oh. Carry on. Exactly. Um, 16 days after Trina gives birth, she and Alice flee to Trina's parents' house, her mom and her stepdad, with her baby. Alice, like, yes. Alice helped her? Alice, too. How like, is Alice? I don't know. She was an adult when they got married, though. Okay. She wasn't. He didn't do this with everybody. I guess Trina caught his eye. Well, because but, he was dropping his kid off at school and saw her. Yes. Okay, so they One of his ten. to Trina's parents' house. Um, he tracks them down. Their, her parents did shelter them, but he found them quickly because he went to... Well, I mean, where else would they have gone? Yeah. Um, he tracked them down, brought them back, beat Trina so badly she had to be hospitalized. What? What state are we in? Missouri. Okay. At this point, he burns down her parents' house again. Jesus, that, those poor people. There's no way like Trina get quick. They're probably like, we're victims. Leave us be. Well, so after this, so she's hospitalized for the beating that she yeah. had. Um, in the hospital, CPS is called in, and she a- actually tells them at this point what's been going on. And so he is indicted for arson, assault, and statutory rape. Um, but he is released on a $2,500 bail. I mean, I like that's not enough. Right, he's released on bail. He really threatened his way out. Yeah, Trina, in the meantime, is put in foster care with her baby. Um, apparently she decided his parents? she either wasn't safe with her parents they or her parents have a house. They didn't have a home. Right. Or they also could have been not great parents. Yeah. I feel like usually, I don't know. They could have been not great parents. It could have just been that they felt like they couldn't protect her. She was put in a foster home. Or maybe they were like, Trina, every time you come here, he burns our house down. Can you just like fucking go? Their house burned down twice and he shot their dog. Bye. They also, I I don't know. As a parent. If some guy tried to take my kid and, like, they burnt my house down to get to my kid, I'd still be like, fuck you. You yeah. are not taking my I kid. I why her being pregnant wasn't enough evidence for statutory rape charges. She wanted it. I'm but, kidding. Um, yeah. We know. That was sarcasm. Hi. Um, so he's released on $2,500 bail, tracks down Trina at oh, her foster home. But what I was saying was, like, they seemed... To- I can see how you would say that they might not have been great parents right. based on the fact that Trina did move in with them and have a baby mm-hmm. under the roof of him. Well, because if I had been, if that had been my kid, I, she would not, ha- I would, I yes. would die I think a keeping lot of her safe. would have been hounding the cops and been like, no, no. If the police didn't do anything and he burned down my house, I would kill him to keep my kid safe. I believe maybe they did. We're not at the end of our show. Well, there. Uh, let me tell you more about Trina. Please. So she goes to foster care. He's indicted for arson assault statutory rape. Um, okay. He's released from bail, tracks her down at her foster home in Maryville, Missouri. He would sit outside the home for hours at a time, staring at stalking. Now, I wonder, do you think she liked it? I think that she, I think that he got to her at an age 
where it's like, oh, a puberty is starting. Right. An older, a guy like he, me, he's paying attention to me. No, no, no. Me. She probably was like, he loves me. Right. Look at the well, lengths that he's willing to go. Yeah. yeah like I, I think it's an like, easily manipulated age. I think that she was groomed. Yes. And I think that she thought that he loved her. Yeah. Until he had her, and that's why she And that's also a little bit well. leads me to say maybe her parents weren't awesome, because I still think a lot of 12-year-olds would see that, like, mom and dad, this guy's stalking me, he's coming onto my school bus and getting me, and, like, something's wrong here, whereas she seemed like she almost needed it, like he was giving, I don't know. Maybe she was, he was giving her the attention she, she wasn't, wasn't getting, getting at home. Like, one of those abusive situations, okay. yeah. So anyway, he would sit outside her foster home and stare at it for hours at a time. Can you imagine being um, a foster mom? Found out where the foster mom's birth daughter went to school. Nope. And told the foster parents that he would trade girl for girl, meaning he's going to kidnap their daughter and then trade her back. Take Trina. For Trina. Yes. Take her. Um, eventually, Trina ran away from her foster home back to Ken. Yeah. Um, at this point, he very quickly divorced, divorces Alice Devoid. and marries Trina with her parents' permission. Mm. Um, and now Strange. the charges are dropped. Do you think the parents' permission was coerced? I think that part of it was he's burned their house down two times. Yeah. And they were afraid. And they're um, trying to rebuild their yeah, house. Yeah, but I feel like also, like you said, I think a lot of parents still would... Yeah, I mean, I you know. there there nothing would stop me Allow, from keeping yeah. my kids safe. So he divorces Alice, marries Trina. Charges end up being dropped uh, over the course of their although, life, I mean, at that time, he. I think Trina has been manipulated and brainwashed. No, but I'm saying, too. like at that time, maybe the parents didn't think that it was that bad. Thirty, I know, and it is the seventies, but I wasn't alive there, and I don't know. But like, I know that like in the nineteen hundreds. Don't say that like it was an ancient time. We were all born in the nineteen hundred. No, but I mean, in like nineteen oh eight. I don't know. I don't know. Cut this out. This is one. Trying. I'm keeping interrupted. She's referring to the fact that like. In the 1800s, 15-year-olds would be getting married to 30-year-olds who yeah. were set in life. And then by 1971... I think the 1970s... I, I mean... My brother was This is also, me. like, the middle of Missouri. It's so one of those situations where, like, I can't I, imagine... Like, it seems yeah. like forever ago. Yeah. But it really wasn't that yeah. long ago. She it was 20 years before. All right. And... Siblings? And... No, action. No, no. So did um, Trina have more siblings? I don't know. Okay. My, only other, my only other thought would be like maybe they think like oh like get her out of the house like it's less it's a less it's one less mouth to feed like yeah. maybe she yeah, can get I'm married that that would go with the whole like she's not getting enough attention yeah yeah maybe there were a ton of siblings because it's the seventies yeah. it's the middle of Missouri like yeah. I can't I can't imagine they're like in farmland yeah they're um yeah. So All right, carry they on. They had four children together over the course of their marriage. Trina and Rex did? Yes. All of them ended up being put up for adoption. Well, why? Um, they were burdens. Um, I did read this. A guy named Harry McLean wrote a book called In Broad Daylight, which was about Ken's murder, and it was turned into a movie in 1991. But um, one of their adopted kids named Jeffrey... After he read the book, he reached out to Harry McLean and he said, I think I might be one of the kids. 
and they did some whatever DNA. and discovered that yes, he was one of their kids. Um, and a couple weeks after he had this conversation with Jeffrey, Trina contacted him after having read his book, drunk and angry, and you don't know what I've been through. She was fully an adult at this time, right? Jeffrey, the kid who reached out, was in his 20s. McLean told her that he had just talked to Jeffrey, and because she was like, it was so hard to give up my kids, it wasn't something I wanted to do, and he said, well, I just talked to one of your kids, and she said, can you see if he would agree to meet with me? Oh. So McLean talked to Jeffrey, and Jeffrey said yes. Um, and shortly afterwards, he actually moved to her town and stayed for two years trying to help her overcome her alcoholism. Um, after two years, he threw in the towel, he moved away, and he never spoke to her again. Oh. Trina, um, ended up, shoes. where did I put her? I'm sure it's hard to break alcoholism, because she's probably been, like, Yeah. I mean, she had a really hard child, adolescence. Plus, can you imagine having kids at 14? Oh, well, I'll come back to her later. I mean, just watch Young and Pregnant on MTV. No, but then she also went on to have, like, three more kids, which I, Rex doesn't strike me as the person who's like, all right, we've had one, let's wait a couple years. So, um, 1973 is when, you know, he got, she ran back from foster care and they got married and charges were dropped and everything, okay? Mm -hmm. So he's still on his reign of terror in town. In 1976, a farmer named Romaine Henry. Romaine, like Romaine Lettuce, and he's a farmer. Was he named <laughs> after the lettuce, or was the lettuce named after him? Um, so Romaine Henry said that he one day caught McElroy, McElroy Ken, yes. shooting on his land, and Ken shot him with a shotgun. Oops. Ken um, Rex shot Henry? Yes. Who survived? He was shot, but didn't die. On on Henry's land? Yes. He, he was like, you can't shoot on my land. And Ken was like, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wanna bet? So, um, I got a he was charged with assault with intent to kill. Good. And Henry said that between the time he was charged to the time they were waiting for a court date, um, Ken parked outside his home over a hundred times and would sit and watch his house. He's got, like, nothing but time. One, he needs so a job. Right. Once they got their court date and the judge and jurors and everything, he burned down the judge's barn. Yeah. And stalked the jury members. Yeah. At the trial, two local hunters testified that they were with Ken the day of the shooting, so he mm-hmm. could not have been on Henry's land. And Henry ended up having to admit under oath... When who was questioning him? Who was the defense attorney? Um, Richard Gene McFadden. That he had concealed, he had a petty criminal conviction from like 30 years ago, and he had hid this, and it came out during the trial that he had concealed his own like petty criminal conviction. Um, Ken is acquitted for this. So, you know, just one example of Ken getting away with every fucking thing. You know what? Because he shot somebody with a shotgun. This feels like um, vigilante justice. And I'm not mad about it. Neither am I. Well, here we go. Let's fast forward to 1980. Thank God. Can we get to the part where he dies? Because I'm sick of this guy. He's going to be there. He's going to die in 81. (laughs) Right now. I am so tired of him. He's irritating. In um, in 1980, one of his kids tried stealing some candy from a local grocery store. Because they're probably starving at home. Oh, probably because that's what they know. Yeah, I would say. Or he's raising them to be like him and they're awful. Big combination. The store was owned by a 70-year-old man named Ernest Bowencamp, and he went by Bo. No. Um, so the kid tried stealing some candy. The clerk caught him, had an argument with the clerk. At this point, 
Ken starts stalking Bone Camp and his family because, you know, you told my kitty can't see from you. What else are you going to do? Um, one day he confronts Bo in the back of the store with his shotgun and he shot him in the neck. Now, Bo survived. Um, apparently he can't kill anybody that he's aiming his gun at. So he's charged with attempted murder. He is convicted at trial of assault, but he's freed on bail pending his appeal hearing, which is while he was convicted, but freed on bail. And they said, well, you have a hearing for your appeal coming up. Um, immediately upon being freed, he went home, got a rifle with a bayonet attachment, yep. and went to a local pub called the D&G Tavern. Who made... just has a bayonet slaying around? <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're the town bully, um, he right. made threats about Bo, very graphic threats about what he was going to do to him. There were lots of town people there. Having a gun violated his bond. So these witnesses, witnesses went to the courthouse and said, this is what we see, and they signed an affidavit against him. Um, his appeal hearing, because he wasn't, like, taken into custody then, like, he should have been. His appeal hearing was set for July 10th, which was two weeks away. Um, patrons who had been in the bar and heard everything went to the sheriff, because they were like, what can we do? We need to protect ourselves. We need to protect Bo yeah. against Ken. What can we even do? And the county sheriff, um, Nottaway County Sheriff Den Estes, suggested they form a neighborhood watch. Oh, that's cute. And they're like, okay. So, just watch. The neighborhood watch is going to watch the sidewalk while somebody kills him. So, July 10th, 1981. It's the morning of his appeal hearing. The hearing is delayed. The townspeople find out the hearing's delayed, and the townspeople all start showing up in the center of town. Um, where the sheriff is because they're like, what the fuck? What can we do? He's out. He's never going to get thrown in jail. He's never going to get in trouble for anything. What can we do? Yes, showing up in the center of town. At the same time, Ken goes to the D&G Tavern. Um, and word gets back to the townspeople. Ken is at the tavern. Sheriff tells them, don't engage in direct confrontation with Ken. Tells them again, you should form a neighborhood watch. Which I feel like we're gonna form watch real quick. I feel like that was like form a neighborhood watch. Wink, wink. Yeah, watch him real good. Don't engage in direct conflict. Yeah, and and nobody form a watch. We tell them don't engage in direct confrontation. Form a watch. He gets in his truck and heads out of town. They head to the, the sheriff. Wait, the sheriff yes. headed out of town? He's like, I'm going to be There's out of no town. way. Like, yeah. come on. He knew. They, he's oh. like, I'm going to be out of town for the next 20 minutes. He's like, definitely don't <laughs> go in front Ken. I'm sick. But, like, if you guys, guys like, he's over there. Like, no, I wouldn't be run. Like, don't engage. Yes. For a quick bite. Guys, we'll get Pinky swear you're not gonna bother Ken. Okay. 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 He's definitely not at that DNG tavern, so <laughs> definitely don't go there where you Pinky promised you wouldn't hurt him. But like, uh, so I'll be out of town, so don't even worry about it. Don't even worry. If yeah. something happens, handle it yourselves, but also don't bother Ken. So they head to the bar. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> what? Um, but they said they wouldn't. They all are kind of... To. They didn't say he said don't engage in direct confrontation. Oh, like, don't so they can a drink. Don't shove him. Don't They're push, going you know. for a drink. They, they can go in indirect confrontation. Yeah. 
So they get to the bar. They the bar like fills up with townspeople. Yeah, because they're tired of shit. Ken finishes drinking. He purchases oh. a six pack and goes out front to his truck. Sits in the truck with Trina, to whom he's still married. Uh, and he and Trina are sitting with the bar. The townspeople are all spilling out of the bar now. And at the same time, several shots ring out. What? He is hit twice. By bullets from two different guns. One is a center fire rifle, and the other one's a twenty-two rimfire rifle. There were bullets from multiple time guns. There were 46 people there. 46 witnesses. Nobody called for an ambulance. It was um, one of those situations where everybody was like, we'll all take a shot, and then we can't all yeah, be convicted. Because no one knows who killed uh, who. Trina identified, in quotes, a gunman. She claimed that she saw that it was Del Clement, uh, but everybody else said they didn't see who fired. The DA declined to press charges. There actually was a federal investigation, did not lead to any charges. And when the townspeople were being interviewed for a newspaper, like a reporter came, because now more of the country was like, wow, this is interesting. Yeah. The general attitude of the townspeople, in quotes, he needed killing. That's that's what I feel like. I this mean, is. that's what I feel like. And like, I'm really surprised. Like, nothing hit Trina, though. Trina survived. She was like, it's right, because nobody pilot. was just firing aimlessly. They were all yeah, pointed they, at Ken. It wasn't an accident. Here's a picture of the truck. You can see um, that the window's busted. I love when, yeah, I love when, yeah. like, a town can get together to yeah. accomplish, the, like, good like stuff. When everybody works together. For they had a problem. Yeah, like a block party, party or, yeah. like, a like a fair, or, like, a joint killing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trina later files a $5 million wrongful death law. I'm sorry, but Trina can fuck off. She was yes. groomed. I That's know. Why, like, I but ways like, Trina. Trina is a victim. Yes. Um, Trina, as an adult, but also like, how, what, how old was she when she when this happened? Probably well, she was born in fifty seven and he died in eighty one. So hold on, fifty seven, eighty one. Yeah, eighty minus sixty is twenty. Twenty three, twenty four. She's twenty four. You're correct. So, like, I mean, wait, I mean, I. Forty-seven. So I, I doubt is, she has like any like life skills or anything. She has like, been she, she has been with him and under his influence for ten years. Like she team. probably doesn't have her own job. Them. No, she, absolutely not. She's had four kids. She can't have any of them because I'm sure he was the one yeah. that was like, not, they yeah, need to get. We need to. I can get understand them out if she's like I trying to like get. I am to, like, sympathetic help towards the victim, Trina. I don't like the Trina that's going five million dollars. Yeah, they did her a favor. Exactly. Being real honest. And also, she's twenty four. She's got her whole life ahead of her. She can definitely start over. Yeah. Um. She didn't. Clearly not because the alcohol. Well, she did. She just fell into the drinking. The um wrongful death lawsuit was filed against the town of Skidmore, the county of Nottawa, the sheriff. Um, Steve. He Peters. wasn't even there. He was running errands. Steve Peters, who was the mayor, the sheriff told them not to do anything. He is not wrong. And Del <laughs> Clement, who she claimed was the shooter, her thing was this was vigilante justice. Everybody I, was. Everybody in power knew what was going to happen. Nobody did anything to stop. I it. could see why 
she would feel that way. And as, like, I, f- I feel like I could understand her viewpoint. But at the same time, like, if it was nowadays, she would be in therapy and she would be doing much better. Yeah. But I feel like after he was murdered, they were kind of like, well, we saved you. Off you go. And she one. turned to alcohol to be, like, to cope. And she was just like, he was probably the one supporting her. Yeah. Like, he probably she, did he, everything. She, you said she probably didn't have a job. She probably didn't have a job. She probably didn't have any, so like, life what, skills. Like, what happened after her? What happened to her after this? Probably. I'll tell you. Okay. So, um, the lawsuit was settled out of court for $17,600, which everybody involved said, this is not an admission of guilt. This is just to avoid all the legal fees that are going to be incurred if we go to trial. Yeah. Um, She remarried. She moved to Lebanon, Missouri. She died of cancer on her 55th birthday. Oh, so we don't have to worry about defamation. 2012. No, she's yeah. no, sue um, us. Usually, I'm not one for vigilante justice because I feel like it starts a chain, and there are people who are like, "Well, this guy, you know, cut me off in traffic, so I absolutely deserve to kill him." Well, that's yeah. not vigilante justice, um, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. People take yeah. way too far. I feel like Ken kind of needed to die. Like he was terrorizing this guy. He, he was never giving he honestly to me. He sounded like. The Joker yes. or the Riddler, and Batman came along and saved the town. Even though Batman doesn't kill people because he's a pussy about it. But... Okay, relax. Wow, but like some they... people deserve killing. Have you heard about Ken McElroy? He's dead. Yeah, he yeah. deserves killing. I, I, I agree with you. The vigilante justice. I feel like sometimes it has its place. It does. Like honestly, sometimes the justice system. Fails. Yeah. Fails. And when we know someone is guilty, they know they're guilty, but because of loopholes mm-hmm. or... It's wild to me how much stuff he was able to get away with. Or just really good defense attorneys or right. threatening witnesses. Yeah. They don't... Justice isn't served that I feel like vigilante justice kind of sucks today. Not like telling anybody to go do it. No. So then we said that we're pretty much anti it. But I'm uh, saying, I think like, in this situation, I get it. In the situations where um, justice cannot be served because there's been threats made to witnesses to keep them quiet, there's been. Um, what else is, did he do? So much. He, like, well, like, <laughs> I mean, he bought him, he pretty much paid his way out of a conviction. He brought bribery. He burned that judge's barn down. Like, well, judges I, yeah, I feel like, like that's. He also like, like, I think that that's like, like literally, what did I just say? He like did intimidation and everything. Intimidation like, for the jury too, and the judge. Loopholes, loopholes, threats, bribes, stuff that they find. They, as in criminals, find a way out of upholding justice. Or doing their time. Yeah. I feel like vigilante justice has its place. He, like, he reminds me of, like, a mo- like a mobster, like, the head of a mob. Yeah. But, like, without here are lower level people. He, he reminds, me, he reminds me of a dictator, mm-hmm. and nobody put him in charge. Yeah. And he was like, I'm in charge. 
fuck you if you well, don't believe me. Dictators don't really get put in charge. They just, like, they just assume take charge. power. So exactly like him. Yeah. Well, the thing is... But he, he didn't he have an army to support him. Yeah. But he was he even did. able to intimidate people into but, like, backing he didn't him up. Like, those hunters who said, oh, he yeah. was hunting with us the day that that guy was shot. He couldn't have been there. Because he would even intimidate people into lying for him. Which is um, just... So, yeah. yeah. So it sounds like he needed to be gone. I'm happy he's dead. That town is probably I don't so care. much happier. Um, yeah. Um, and so the there's a movie made in 1991 called In Broad Daylight, which is about this. It was based on Harry McQueen's book. Um, oh, do we have theories? <laughs> I don't think we need theories. I don't care. I, think, did it. I did it. think it was all the town people were like, we gotta put a stop. What if yeah. it was Trina? Especially if it had if there was two guns. If it was that means more mad that she. I honestly, I'm surprised that they said just two guns. I That's thought true. that everyone... No, no, no. Only two hit him. Oh, okay. So, oh. were fired. Oh. Yeah, everybody, everybody, if you had a gun, you brought it. Yeah. And then they waited till they could get him. Where, outside. Yeah. Yep. And everyone fired at the exact same time. I will say and it's really nice they didn't do that in the tavern, because that would have sucked. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, in the tavern, you have the, the instance where, like, Friendly fire yeah, type situation. Right. Um, and Trina didn't get hit with a whole bunch of shots. Yeah, they, were, so they, uh, they said we don't... They knew what target them. they were aiming for. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. You guys like it? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Happy. I I'm glad that I can say that I'm glad he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, we, have, we, have we haven't had one of those yet. <laughs> yeah, so change of pace instead of feeling bad. I'm like, cool, they killed him. Yeah, and I feel like there are limited... Theories, but it was still a fun case. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I would say hate his life uh, though. Yeah, yeah. A few, very few theories. I would just say not, yeah, just maybe just the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that the the sheriff was like, "Don't engage him." Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. He was stalky <laughs> as hell. He was, but nobody engaged him. Nobody yeah. talked to him at the bar. Nobody. You know what? Nobody they listened. You know? No. You bet, I bet you he knew what was coming. Because yeah, can you imagine you were sitting at the bar, drinking a beer, and then, like, I don't know, 50 townspeople yeah. walked in and just, you know that they were behind him, just staring yeah. at him. But I think that he might have known that they were reaching, like, a breaking point or whatever. But I think that he had um, ran things because he, when he was 15 is when he dropped out of school and started terrorizing the town, which was, like, 1950. Mm-hmm. He was born in 34. He's been untouchable the whole time, so I really don't think that he was like my life is a no. But I know, I know. But imagine, which is imagine why this, Lacey. Mobsters need people under them yeah. to help them. Lacey, just imagine this. Yeah, you're sitting at a bar, you're drinking a beer by yourself, and then fifty townspeople walk in, and they none of them go to the bar, none of them get a drink. They just stand behind you, just staring at you. It's a lot of people. It's well, it's the town. And it's, you know that something's coming. You know what fills me with joy? Uh-huh. Is, um, so then he got up, he bought a six-pack, went to the church. Yeah. And then they all came out. And you know he saw them starting to raise their guns. You know, he saw no, a bunch no. of people point their guns at his truck. So he, his suspicions were up as soon as they were in the bar. And then once he left and they started coming out, he was like, shit's about to go down. And then they started to raise their guns, oh, yeah. and Just he was like, "Well, the guns," and was like, "Shit!" And then I wonder if he said Trina Duck. 
Doubtful. She probably went to grab her for a shield. I wonder I if mean, she, No, no, no. I wonder if she saw the gun start to raise and duck. And duck. Because yeah. that would explain why she wasn't hit at all. Because honestly, with that many guns, it's, it's very, very surprising that she didn't get yeah. hit at all. Yeah. But nobody saw it. Well, that was sinister. I... I'm sorry. I'm not I done. I actually slow. think it was an accident. Mm. Yeah, I think so. We probably slow. A couple people. Someone slipped. Or maybe, um, it was... No, no, they tripped and, like, to help brace themselves, they pulled their gun out to help balance. And then, while, like, falling, they went, oh, crap, and pulled the trigger. Accidents happen. And just, like, a lot of them were doing that all at the same time. Just sneezes. Yeah. Well, that was sinister. And we were sarcastic. And we hope you keep listening.